What is up, my mishpoche? Happy Friday for all my goyim that just want to enjoy the weekend, but for my yahudim that are looking forward to Shabbos, good freaking Shabbos. Okay, let's get right in. I'm not going to waste time. We got a lot of chokhmah coming from social media. Because yes, you can change your algorithm and make it educational and make it fulfilling. Take care. Let's get in. Okay, I finished last episode with all this perspective on nothing matters. And I'm going to start with the same thing. It's this, you know, concept of life has no meaning versus life has no meaning. To seek out meaning might just be the meaning of life. And so what I'm saying is a person that looks at it pessimistically, life has no meaning, is different than someone who says the same exact thing optimistically. Oh, life has no meaning, so I can do whatever I want. You decide. Don't let other people decide for you. You decide. Here's a little fairy tale. A caterpillar was sitting with a butterfly and said, you've changed. And the butterfly reasons, uh, responds, we're supposed to change. And I love this. It's it, it's accepting that we are supposed to change. And it's okay if you've changed. You can look back, reflect, and be grateful for your experience instead of grieving, grieving, and then wallowing in your own self-pity. I hope that helps. It's okay to change. Oh, this is a cool study. So people snuck, scientists snuck meditators into a large group. Large groups, and one sec. Okay, so yeah, I know this is broad science, but anyways, they put a tiny amount of meditators in a large group, just a small amount. Apparently it was like something like almost 1%. But the, that group had less problems because of the collective intelligence, is the theory. Literally, that group compared to the other control group had less problems because they had that energy around them. And if you're wondering, so now the reason I give you that study is because we look at science and helium, when it's put into uh, some sort of enclosed environment, and it's completely cooled, the, the helium doesn't, like, helium when it's cooled doesn't work anymore. But when they just insert one, one hot helium molecule in this dish, all the helium molecules start to move in unison. So that's all it takes for them to match the energy. And it, I'll go back and we extrapolate, it's like this study, they add a few meditators into this group of non-meditators, and all of a sudden people start being better, there's less Le- less, <laughs> less theft and less crap going on in the group. So again, you can you can look at this personally, and obviously we're all thinking the same thing: is just when you, when you bring good energy to the table, it affects those around you. Just never forget that. So there's this theory: we need to hit a low vibration in order to get a high vibration. So think of um, a heartbeat or vibration waves, the way that the waves go, or a wave. Just think of a wave. In order to get a high wave, you need a low wave. That's like they work yin-yang. And I hope that blows your mind because your life is going to suck. And then it's going to be incredible. But in order for it to be incredible, it will suck again. Okay, if you want to keep having incredible things in life, you're going to have to keep sucking. And vice versa. Just understand that. For those that don't want to accept that and can't find peace there, become the observer of that self-talk. The if you're pouting, oh, I, that sucks. Become the observer of that self-talk and you'll be at peace with the journey of up and down vibrations. 
Oh, this is really interesting. So a girl made this makes this cool philosophical preposition on TikTok. She's watching herself on camera. Watching a video she had already filmed. Okay, keep that in mind. She had already filmed and she's watching herself talk. Then it hits her. <laughs> Excuse me. So then it hits her that the moment she recorded herself speaking, she was watching that video in the future. Because she had already... She was watching her recorded self. So when she was recording that, there was a version of her in the future watching it already. She was just on the other end of it. It's, a, again, philosophical, so don't take that as fact. But isn't that really trippy regarding time and how it's just a fallacy so we seek understanding and don't kill ourselves? Folks, I'm going to expand on this. There's a, a bread analogy I saw years ago. Imagine you cut a piece of bread diagonally directly at the top so so when you've hit one side of the loaf you've also hit the other side because it's a vertical cut so in theory if we're looking at that loaf of bread as timeline where one end is your you being born and the other end is you dying if you cut diagonally one end of that cut is earlier in the timeline than the other end of the cut and what does this tell you the way our brains perceive reality and understand reality we say that first part that first point on, on of the cut is early in the timeline that's what we say when in reality that later part of the cut that's later in the timeline happened the moment the first end of the cut was made because the person cut this loaf of bread vertically every little point on that timeline that was cut that leads to each other happened at the same time so if we put this more practically so you can understand that beginning point of the cut is a person dropping the banana peel that later part of the cut is someone slipping on the banana peel when the person had dropped the banana peel that person had already slipped on it but it had not manifested okay it had happened but it hadn't happened in our fabric of reality we only take our fabric of reality as truth. There's so much that happens that's beyond our perception, beyond our comprehension, our sensory comprehension, actually. So much is beyond our sensory comprehension. Our senses have created this fabric of reality no different than a blind man has created a whole different fabric of reality because color is not a concept. So that, so that blind man cannot comprehend due to his lack of senses his sensory comprehension creates his fabric of reality so what i'm saying with this whole thing about the girl seeing herself talk on a selfie video and how that had happened already and the bread thing how two points in the timeline happen at the exact same time just we only perceive one because of our senses how trippy is this that time's fake everyone it's the biggest scam and you're a human being so you have to go along with it because you don't have the capabilities that other celestial beings have <laughs> sorry someone mentioned on social media to stop telling everyone everything that it tricks your brain to think you've, you've already reached the goal no one needs to know your goal this sounds hardcore right I, I literally couldn't disagree with this more I believe in something called active manifestation you need to get that energy out there and let the infinite intelligence do its thing. AKA, if you don't like all the, if you don't like all that schmagaggy, schmaltzy talk, 
You need to see opportunities. You're only going to see opportunities if you think about things. What we think about, we focus on. Therefore, if you're telling people, I want to do this, an opportunity will arise because you're thinking about it. Other people chime in, oh, I know a guy that does that. And then you take that opportunity. Simple as that. All right, let's talk about selling. Many people have imposter syndrome when it comes to selling. Why would they buy from me, right? Why Everything's free on the internet. They don't need my information. Why would they buy a loaf of bread from me? They can save time and bake it yourself. Sorry, they wouldn't save time. They, they, they could... Oh my god. Okay, everyone, please. Let's men in black this and just pretend I didn't say any of that. Why would they buy a loaf of bread from you? They can bake it themselves, right? No, it's to save time. That was what I was trying to tell you guys. It's all about a time saver. And isn't this great? TikTok not only gives me philosophical hochman, it has given me business tips, trying to make me money. Thank you, TikTok. You're making me that kesif. Okay. To make selling easier, we actually need to save people time. As simple as that. Tell, tell people they're going to save time. People want speed, clarity, and confidence, okay, when it comes to selling. I love it. Thank you, TikTok. That's huge. Speed, clarity, confidence. That makes it easier. So, speed, and, and, and literally this video breaks it down for you. The speed, clarity, confidence piece. Speed, you make templates. Clarity, processed, and checklists. Confidence, community, and support modes. I'll say that one more time because you got to break these down one by one. Speed, you make templates. Okay? Think, so, so templates make things efficient. Clarity, process, processes, and checklists. Because when you have a checklist and, and a process, now we know exactly what needs to be done. Simple, that's, like, that's clarity. You're, you're, you, you feel a sense of clarity when someone has makes things easier through checklists and pro, a process. And then confidence. When there's a community of people saying, yeah, this works. I've done this. You got you have confidence. And then support modes. When you have people supporting you saying, hey, listen, I've been here. I've done that. I've got your back. I'm going to get you through this. That's You feel confident because someone's got your back. That's support. People will throw their money at you when you start implementing all of this. So now it wouldn't be. It'd be one thing for me to regurgitate some of this info. It's another to apply it. It's called the G.I. Joe Fallacy by Dr. Lori Santos. Let's do this. So in, for me, I sell personal training, right? People technically can work out themselves. I'm going to save them time by cutting down their mistakes. How am I also going to make this easier for them? I'm going to create a program, a templated program they can follow forever. Clarity, checklist, and process. They know exactly how warm-up goes. I'm going to have a checklist of questions so I know which variables are affecting their lifts that day. Since I believe in progressive overload... I am going to see how many hours of sleep do they get? What they eat before their workout? Are they hydrated? How stressed are they? Do they have any tweaks, any joints or muscles bugging that day? Where's their motivation? Are they menstruating? And where are they on their set, on their menstrual cycle that day? These are all the variables I ask my clients so that they have a checklist and they know if they're going to lift more or less that day. Or at least, not that they're going to, that they can, they're not going to put their hands up saying, I don't know why I'm not lifting what I should be. And then the confidence piece. I have a Facebook group, I have social media, tons of people benefiting from my service so they can see the community that benefits. And then support modes, I am the support mode. I really should create a Facebook group so they can all communicate with each other. Maybe that's what I do next, this is what I'm saying. Um, and then processes, I, pr I could make things more efficient probably by having an app. If I had an app with all the checklist stuff or an app to like track protein, right? That'd be a process and checklist thing. Right now I just ask them, hey, are you eating enough protein? So maybe that's what I do next. This is really, this is what I'm saying. This is good to audit your life, people. 
David Goggins has a whole concept on auditing your life. Like, go through your entire routine every day. See, like, where am I faulty? Audit your life, people. I'm telling you, it is huge. Objectively look at yourself. Whew. Okay, we're moving on. Some PSA reminders. Train yourself physically and mentally. Now, I love the, I put PSA reminders because this is just simple stuff that I want you to think about. Because remember, what you think about, you focus on. I say this a million times, so I hope now you've memorized it. People steal our focus away. People are paid millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars, to take our focus away. So I'm here to insert subconscious programming into that cerebellum of yours so that you don't even think twice. What you think about, you focus on. What you're thinking about always, even subconsciously, you will focus on, you're going to see opportunities. So when I tell you these PSA reminders, you're going to see opportunities for them. Train yourself physically and mentally. The fact that you listen to this podcast, you probably do that. Well done. I'm inserting it more to go double down. Stop procrastinating. Simple as that. Why do we procrastinate? We procrastinate because we're trying to avoid an emotion. Just saying. Embrace failure and your growing pains. You need yin-yang theory, people. You need. Remember I was just telling you about those frequencies, those waves? You need the low for the high. It's inevitable. So embrace the failure. Plus, when you hit a speed bump, that means you are closer to the destination. Think about this. Picture timeline start to finish. I picture. I want you to literally picture a timeline. Start to finish. That first speed bump means you're already getting there. If you didn't hit a speed bump, it means you're not even you're barely starting, right? It means you're probably at the beginning of your journey. When you hit a speed bump, you're closer to the end. That's a great that's you should be optimistic about that. And then not to mention that, but the quicker you can hit your speed bump, the better. Because then you'll be able to skip over the next one. You're right, you learn from your stuff. Every what is it? I saw a saying the other day, I loved it. It was lessons will keep reappearing until you learn them. Keep that in mind. Okay, let's get back to these PSAs. Uh, Embrace failure. Yeah. Train when you don't feel like it. Do things when you don't feel like it. Don't do what you want to do. Do what you're supposed to do. That's that higher self talking to that lower self. And some people have theories your higher self is like future you. And that you have a gut feeling from future you because you're connected through that timeline. I was talking about with the loaf of bread. Yeah. Wake up early. Simple as that. Wake up early. Look for uncomfortable things. Simple. Get uncomfortable. Simple as that. Set huge goals. Take care of your family. And I'm going back a second. Set huge goals. People don't set enough goals. It blows my punum. Why? I talk to so many people. Hey, what are your goals? You should, a person should know their goals immediately. The amount of times I get, I don't know. How am I supposed to know what my future looks like? Are you serious? You don't, you can, I'm not saying you have a crystal ball. Everyone thinks I'm saying like, you're going to call your, your shot. No, but if you have a goal, you can strip it down to the KPI and have a little bit of fucking purpose and go get it. And then accept if you don't get it because you're just going with it. I'll finish this podcast with a little, wait, wait, first, yes, take care of your family, because remember, I love this, all of these bring up things I've learned in the past, uh, take care of your family, because I saw this post uh, by a Harvard business professor, um, no, it was, it, was a, it was a little speech, it was a speech on YouTube, life is not balanced, life is juggling, the family, the work ball bounces, the family ball is made of glass, and it doesn't bounce, if you drop that, you can't get it back there you'll always have work you'll always have work so you can bounce that ball and pick it up again take care of your family seek intelligence 
Ugh, information literally dictates our life. It Because when I read Dr. Helmstetter's What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, this ripple effect, and I've said this on the podcast a million times, but for those who are new, bear with me. Information changes your beliefs. Beliefs change your attitude. Attitude changes your feelings. Your feelings change your behaviors, and your behaviors change your outcomes. I know, play that back and listen to it a few times, because that will change your life. So if you're ever wondering, why do I keep doing the same shit over and over again? Look at the information you're taking in. And then if you're wondering, like, what kind of info am I taking in? Like, what, what, what's wrong with my subconscious? Look at your outcomes and reverse engineer, strip it. So seek intelligence, people. Last thing is never quit. Never, ever quit. There's the famous photo, someone's chipping away at a gold mine. They, they quit when they were one swing away from hitting the gold because they were so deep in that hole, they thought, no way, I'm getting one. Same thing, we don't know what's around the corner till we're around the corner. So never quit because you truly don't know what's around the corner until you're there. I've learned this a lot with Spanish and Hebrew is I think I'm struggling or I think whatever. All of a sudden, literally something flies out of my mouth and I go, and it's not until after it flew out of my mouth, I go, oh, I retained that. And that should speak volumes, people, because that's it. I I didn't know I was going to retain it. It, was, it wasn't until it flew out of my mouth I knew I was, gonna, I was retaining something. Anyways, uh, I forget what I was going to tell y'all. Oh, the seagull story. You know what? Wait till next episode. I'm so, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to wait till next week. It's an awesome story about a seagull. And, but it's about like the Shakespeare of Russia made a play on this really deep message. So stay tuned next week. Thanks for listening. Rate, rate five stars if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I hope you guys enjoyed. Shabbat Shalom. Good Shabbos. Enjoy your weekend, my going. Take care. Love y'all.